Good morning. I'm sure that you would find Mark Absher with waders on, a fly, fly rod in hand, fishing in a stream somewhere this week, and he is on a good break. And a few weeks ago, he came into my office and said, hey, would you preach on the 10th? And I said, sure, so you can have a break. I forgot. I have to preach twice. <laughs> Haven't done that in a long time. I've been in that streaming booth for the last 12 months. First time I put on a jacket in 12 months. It's really hot in here. <laughs> I, we put on a timer down front so that it's a broadcast timer. First time I've been kept score with the time since I've stood up front. I, I forgot about all of these things when I said yes. Have you ever had one of those days, one of those I just don't want to days? One of those days when you needed to say yes, but you chose to say no? You know, when you came home from a long day's work, you sat down in your very comfortable lazy boy, and you should have said yes, dear, to will you get up and take out the trash, but you said no, shouldn't have done that. When the PTA calls and asks you to serve on another committee that will bless your kids, and you said no, or when the lawn needs to be mowed and you're just really hoping for rain, or when the alarm goes off at 5.30 in the morning and you're headed to the gym for your morning workout, and you know that you should say yes to that, but you hit the snooze button. You know those days that you should have said yes, but you choose no. One of my grandsons is three years old, and I know that grandparents are not supposed to laugh when their grandkids say no to their parents. But you know there's what we call this payback principle. And the other day, as blatant as he could say it, he said to his dad, no, I don't want to. And he said it two or three times, and I thought, Man, it is payback. Probably the last 18 months has have, have helped us say no more days than not. No, finding excuses for things that we knew we needed to do, people we needed to see, places we could serve, and the list goes on. But you know, Th Psalms 34.1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Can we say yes, though? Can we bless the Lord at all times? Usually when things are going difficult and things get hard, sometimes my heart doesn't feel the goodness of God that's close to me. Or sometimes my soul feels uncertain about his promises. And sometimes my brain gets in the way of the heart. And when it gets in the way of the heart, I cease to praise. When we are on the mountaintops, sometimes it seems like it's so much easier to fix our eyes on the one who created us and praise him for that. But if we don't learn anything from the people of Israel traveling through the wilderness, we might learn this, that sometimes when we're the most blessed, we really recognize God the least. We know this in marriage, that we should never take our spouse for granted. In the valley or on the mountain, he's the same God, he's never failed us, and we re reach past our feelings, and do we choose to praise? Do we bless the Lord at all times? Hebrews 13, 15, therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. You know, when we look past our pro problems and pressures and see God surrounding us with his presence and protection, why wouldn't we just say, yes, I will praise you? King Jehoshaphat in Second Chronicles 20, he was in a tough spot. He called on God and, and the people of Israel were surrounded. There wasn't one army approaching them. There was a vast array of three. 
And God told the king to have faith and to trust him and that he would deliver him from this battle. And you remember the story. King Jehoshaphat was to take the army in the battlefield, trusting that God would be with them. And so King Jehoshaphat, he uh, appointed men to lead them into battle, singing songs of praise and thanksgiving to God. And maybe he wanted their hearts fully focused on God. Maybe he knew if they poured themselves into praise and thanksgiving, it would push out the fear and the worry that was before them. Second Chronicles 20, 20. Early in the morning they left for the desert of Teok, and they set out, and Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you'll be upheld. Have faith in his prophets, and you'll be successful. And after consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness. And they went out ahead of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. And they began to sing praise, and the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. Is this how we fight our battles? Do we fight our battles beginning with praise? When we're in the lowest valleys of life, do we remember that he's the same God that has never failed us? He'll never leave us. He'll always protect us. He'll fight for us. Do we, can we say, yes, I will bless the Lord at all times? You know, it wasn't... Uh, too long ago, some of you know in my family that my daughter and some son-in-law adopted a five-year-old, and uh, he's a great grandson. He's a great kid, and we in May we got to be able to uh, be in a virtual courtroom from Oregon when he was uh, when he was adopted that day. And I love this family court judge. She went through all the proceedings as Jose sat there, and she was going through all the legal stuff. She saw all the family and friends that were in the courtroom, and she called on all of us, all of us, to say some kind of blessing about Jose being part of our family. And so one by one, everyone took, took a turn. Now, this papa was actually hidden in the Zoom room because my three-year-old grandson was on there. little side story here. Um, Janet made a shirt not too long ago that says, if I get in trouble, it's all Papa's fault. We would have probably got uh, held in contempt of court if he saw that I was in that courtroom that day. But my wife spoke articulately for us on uh, what a blessing, and you could see the smile on Jose's face. And can you imagine how much God's smiling every time we bless his name? Every time we bless his name. Can we say yes, that I will bless his name? We choose to praise. It's our choice. You know, when I was in youth ministry, I used to take the teens to a little burger place. They had great hamburgers, but they were served only one way, and it was called their way. They were mustard, pickles, onions, no cheese, no special orders. They had a sign, a big old sign that said, our way or the highway. And then one of their employees made a little one that sat there on the counter that said, if you want it your way, go to Burger King. And they simplified their menu, and if you like their burgers, you returned and many people did. In fact, every day at lunch, hundreds of hamburgers were served out of this little burger joint. The only question you were asked when you got to the counter was, how many do you want? Now, don't you wish that every decision that we made in life was that simple? It's either yes or no. Even when David was going through life struggles, he chose to praise God. But, you know, there's probably no guessing here that some of us this morning are wondering whether choosing to praise him is much a, cho- much a choice at all today, Be- just because burdens in our lives are so heavy. You know, the pandemic, will it ever end? And what will be li- life like on the other side? Or will my vacation ever not be canceled? 
or how will I pay that next bill, or wondering if my marriage is going to survive through this next stage of life, or wondering what kind of world my kids are going to grow up in, and the burdens of life keep going on and on. And you know, for all of us Jesus followers, we just don't forget his words. And praise may begin right here when he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. In fact, this burden-casting idea is so emphasized in the Psalms. Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Blessed be the Lord who daily bears our burdens, the God who is our salvation. Peter said, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Hey, and one more time from Jesus. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Praise is one way of casting our burdens. When we put our problems in God's hands, He puts peace in our hearts. Can we say, yes, I will bless your name? You know, praise gets the focus off ourselves and back on God. In an often selfie world and selfie-focused world, it's a constant reminder that life is not about us. He desires that our eyes be firmly and fixed on him. Praise him for all his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. When my kids were growing up and they would get discouraged and they would feel sad about something going on in their lives, we always told them, go find somebody else to serve. Life is not so bad when you're focused on somebody else. And, you know, praising God changes our perspective. If we are in the valley, it's most of the time that our problems don't go away immediately, but our gaze shifts from our problems to the great problem solver. We fix our eyes on God, and the problems of this world seem to grow strangely dim. And we know those words, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of this earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. The writer of Hebrews tells us to fix our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. This idea of constantly and continually have the uh, words of praise on our lips and being focused on the God above can bring us to be able to declare Psalms 40. I waited patiently on the Lord and he turned to me and heard my cry and he lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand and he put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. And many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. Blessed is the one who trusts the Lord, who does not look to the proud, to turn aside to false gods. Many, Lord my God, are the wonders you have done, the things that you have planned for us. None can compare with you. Were I to speak and to tell of all your deeds, they would be too many to declare. You know, praise also brings us to a place of humility. Praise helps us remember remember our dependency on God, and we acknowledge our need for him. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and the king above all gods. Praise also removes complaining and negativity from our lives. Hey, you think about it. When you surround yourself with negative people who complain and speak words of despair and blame, or you turn on the TV too much and listen to all the news, your, your heart gets filled with those feelings. And you know what? Sometimes even our prayers tend to have complaints in them. But praise takes our focus off the struggles and centers them on him. It helps us to remember how faithful he is, he's been in the past, and how faithful he'll be in the future. But if we surround ourselves with people who speak words of life, and we speak words of life, and we're praising God and believing in God's power, then we fill our hearts with God, and we keep our eyes fixed on him. And when praise is continually on our lips, may it spill out in all of our conversations. 
May it spill out on the next post that we put on Facebook or on Instagram. And maybe, may all of those posts bring praise to the one who has come to save us. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with a steadfast love and mercy. And praise also renews and refreshes our spirits. We are strengthened by his peace and refueled by his joy. Through our hearts of praise, we realize that God doesn't just change our situations and work through our problems, he changes our hearts. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. And about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them, and suddenly there was a great earthquake. So the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and every bond was unfastened. See, Paul and Silas were in prison. Praise happened. Things changed. We live our lives absorbed in worry and stress, tired and busy, focus on only what surrounds us. And we can tune into the noise of the world or we can ask God to help us see above the noise of the world and his power to change. You know, there in Psalms 34, David reminds us how personal this praise is when he says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and he delivered me from all my fears. Those who look at him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. The poor man called and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. And then in verse 17, the righteous cry and the Lord hears and delivers them out of their troubles. The Lord is near the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. David started with, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praises will ever be on my lips. But look in verse 3. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. The me becomes we. Praise can be contagious. And may the overflow of our hearts of praise be the sound that the world hears and responds to. The question is, will I say yes? Will I praise? Will I bless the Lord at all times? Will his praise constantly and continually and ever be on my lips? Yes, I'll pray continually. Yes, I'll pray openly. Yes, I will praise wholeheartedly. He came to live, live a perfect life. He came to be a living word, the light. He came to die so that we would be reconciled. He came to rise to show his power and might. And you know the verse of that song that says, and that's why we praise him. That's why we sing. That's why we offer him our everything. That's why we bow down and worship this king because he gave us everything. Yes, we have a choice. We, will we choose to bless the Lord at all times, and will his praise continually be on our lips? Can we say, yes, I will, lift you high in the lowest valley? Yes, I will, bless your name, O Lord. Oh yes, I will sing for joy when my heart is heavy. Your praise will ever be on my lips. Let us choose a life of praise and let us sing, Love Lifted Me.